means family. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Makuna Matata ain't no passing craze. Hello, how are ya? Welcome to the show. My name's Jay. I'm Andrea. And this is the Disney Plus Us podcast to the Disney Plus streaming service. We cover the news. We cover the tricks. We cover the hottest news. Uh-huh. And rumors. Rumors. But also. Also, we are watching every single Disney animated feature in chronological order, starting all the way back at the beginning and forward through time. And today you have landed on... The Tigger Movie. Bum, 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 bum. The Tigger movie. But before yes. we get into that, yeah? Jay, how are you? Oh, darling wife, thank you for asking. I'm just doing swimmingly. Yesterday was Andrea and I's anniversary. Four years married. Four years strong. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, we just, we wanted to do a vacation, but the COVID numbers are flaring. We're both vaccinated, but... You want to be safe in these unprecedented times. In these difficult times, as all the commercials say. Oh, it's so stupid. But we stayed home and had a great staycation. We got the best pizza on the planet. We went and played golf for the first time ever. For her, for Andrea. Oh Well, I've played before, but I was like 11 and didn't know how to play. And I've played before. So yeah. it wasn't our first time ever. But together, it was our first yeah. time ever. Got a golf cart and just hit the balls all <laughs> over the place. Brought some alcohol with us. A little bit, yeah. It was, it was really fun. It was a par three course, and there's tons of nine-year-olds. Oh, there were little kids, and one kid's like, yeah, I just parred that last hole, and we're hitting like, like a six, six or a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oh, well. But we had fun. We had fun, and that's what matters. Uh, right back at you. How how are you doing, darling? Well, yesterday was really fun. I'm delighted we've hit the four-year mark. I hear that the first four years are the most difficult. And it's after that, it's all just gravy. smooth sailing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. really, though. It's been it's been a great time being married to you. Oh, thank you. It's uh, fun celebrating that. Vice versa. It was a great day. So what do you say we get in to the news? Let's do it. Oh, boy. Okay, the very first topic I want to talk about Uh is Home Alone Revival gets a release date on Disney+. Plus. Oh. I know. So we have Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. They made Home Alone 3 with a different kid. Uh Uh-huh. Radio Silent for... The last time I was middle like school. 20 years. Yeah. Mi- okay. Middle school was when Home Alone 3 was made. Yeah. Tub thumping was all the rage. And on the it radio. was, was it direct to video? No, it was it in was theaters. It was in theaters it with was. a different kid? Mm-hmm. Wow. Bold. Hey, they wanted money back then. Apparently <laughs> the they cow. still do. <laughs> well, what's interesting is it's coming to Disney Plus streaming only. 
So, I, I mean, obviously, yes, they're getting money from this, but I don't know quite how the profits are going to shake out on this. But Interesting. And will Macaulay be in there? I don't know. Somewhere. Like just a side character that they bring in for 10 minutes. I did see a tweet about this, and they showed the new kid. They did a good job on casting. Is it a lookalike, though? No. Or is it like just a completely different? It's a revamp. It okay. is kind of like Mighty Ducks. They're not trying to remake the Mighty Ducks with the original team. Yeah. This is a new generation. See, I kind of would have liked to see Home Alone with Macaulay as an adult being Home Alone. <laughs> Just him watching <laughs> and TV. And like his wife's <laughs> on a business trip and he's like jumping on the beds and <laughs> terrorizing the pizza delivery guy. I'd watch that. Maybe not a whole season, <laughs> but I would definitely watch it. They did a Home Alone YouTube. There was a updated one, I think along those premises. That would be hilarious. It was very funny. Yeah. Wait, so this is a series, not a t te- not a movie? I'm now my brain always thinks How it's long a series. is this kid home alone? For? I don't know. That's a good question. My brain defaults to series now. Okay. I don't know. We'll yeah, see we what it know. is. Okay. Um so in other news, Disney Plus has one hundred and sixteen million subscribers. Wow. Surpassing their projection. So how does that compare to like Netflix? I can't give you Netflix. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I didn't well, look that up. Numbers wise, that's one third of Americans. That's crazy. And uh, thinking about like household size, that makes me think most people have access to Disney Plus, at least in the United States. Yeah. But I don't know if those numbers include international enrollment also. Yeah, I would assume assume so. I don't think it's complete. But, you know, people will subscribe to it, the Disney Plus, and share their passwords. You can have up to six. Yeah, yeah. So it it could say there's probably more than 116 million people with access to this. Oh, yeah. Multiply that by five or six. Which, yeah. Come on, guys. We need more subscribers. If that number is true, there's a whole bunch of people that need to be listening to this show. Um, Oh, you're saying this show. I thought you were like drumming up for Disney Plus. I'm like, they're not paying us. No, no. Our show needs more listeners if there's like (laughs) hundreds of millions of people with access. I'm looking up Netflix subscribers. Netflix total subscriber base now sits at 209 million. Okay, so so they're still winning that war, but they've had longer to climb there, and it sounds like Disney Plus is starting to catch them. Yeah, interesting. How about a fun review? I I kind of threw a curveball at Andrea this morning. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I said, "Honey pumpkin, let's <laughs> let's watch this Chip and Dale's Park Life." Okay, this is a new animated series on Disney+. Plus. We had no idea what to expect. Jay's like, let's just flip this on and see. I'm like, oh, okay. Opening credits. Show starts. It is just completely silly. It's First off, it's hearkening back to cartoons of my generation where... There's the, very little speaking, if any. They And, and people... Yeah, there's very little speaking, and it's visual comedy, and it's ridiculous, and it's hilarious. 
And I haven't seen that come out of the pipe in many, many years. <laughs> and <laughs> and seeing something like this, I just laughed my head off. It you really did. Like the whole time Jay was just sitting there like, <laughs> it was like little shotgun bursts of just giggles. <laughs> and I did not, I have not seen that from Jay in a while. It's visual comedy <laughs> in the most weirdest form. <laughs> Not really sure if it's for kids. I think it's for meant for children. But as an adult, I'm watching this. And it's, I mean, it's Ren and Stimpy weird. It's you know? weird. Yeah. But it it's is. really funny. And there's nothing like offensive in it. No. So I, the, at least the one episode we watched. Which had three cartoons. Three so stories. I think kids could watch it, but we found it very amusing. Absolutely. I give it thumbs up. What do you I give it a cautious thumbs up. <laughs> I was starting to like tire a little bit by the end. I'd like maybe watch one, but three cartoons in a row. I'm like, okay, I'm over this. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I understand. It's a, it's a wrinkle in the brain early on. A, oh yeah. Early morning. Oh yeah. <laughs> Still needed my coffee. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about what's coming to Disney plus in September. September's right around the corner. It really is, yeah. which is crazy because August just started. I know. Where is the time Where go? does it go? I don't know. Um, okay, so Happier Than Ever is a Billie Eilish concert experience coming Ooh. to Disney+. Plus. I've never really watched the concert experiences. I think there's, um, what's her name? The country star, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. There's a Taylor She's Swift. She's not a country star. Anymore. She used She's to be. She's kind of transitioned yeah. to like whatever pop star. <laughs> whatever Taylor Swift is, she has a concert Didn't experience. Didn't she put out a folk album? Did Taylor she? Taylor Swift? I think she just did. Maybe. Wow. She does what she wants. She does what she wants and people love it. All right. Um, Tomorrowland is coming. And this is the movie that was in theaters. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, right? Yeah. And I saw it and I I wanted to love it so much, but it disappointed me. I never saw it. My one opportunity to maybe see it, we were at a drive-in movie and it was like the movie that started at 1 a.m. Wow. And so I think we decided not to stick around for that one. (laughs) Good plan because... I mean, the premise of a futuristic tomorrow and what people reimagine, you know, people in the 60s think of people, you know, in the year 2000 kind of things. Mm-hmm. So fascinating. But it missed, I think. Oh, it, it, it did fall flat. That's too bad. It is based on a whole, like, area of Disney World. Disneyland, Disney yeah. World, both of them. Mm-hmm. Where you walk into the world of tomorrow and everything's like futuristic, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> like what people in the old Think, days thought, thought of the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So one of those like, hey, we've got a theme park attraction. Let's make a movie off of it kind of thing. Um. Then we have X-Men Dark Phoenix. Nice. I don't. I don't know that I've ever seen this. I'm pretty sure this is, has the Jennifer Lawrence character who's playing that blue girl, and she just doesn't want to be the blue. You know, <laughs> she got wrote like contractually yeah. got roped into it. I'm haven't really gotten too far into the X Men. 
Like, I've seen movies here and there, but I don't understand how all the pieces fit together. I think Dark Phoenix is based on Jean Grey. Okay. Character who played uh, one of the main characters in Game of Thrones. Oh, really? The actress. Wow. Played Sansa. Um, cool. So it's, I guess it's supposed to be good, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. But coming to Disney Plus. Why not? Yeah. Now, here's the news I'm so excited for. <laughs> Doogie Kamalawaha, MD, is streaming September 8th. Yeah, this is the Doogie Hauser reboot. That we've all wanted. It's in Hawaii, and it's a, a young girl who is now the doctor genius. So, we don't have an official trailer but we do have the official opening sequence. All right. <laughs> Here it goes. Okay, we got the ukes out. Uh-huh. We're seeing books and waves and live aloha. Six-year-old girl. Uh, Whiz kid. University, goes to college. University of Hawaii at 10. Graduates med school at 14. The, the iconic sneaker sh- shot amongst all it the doctors. It looks like they they have taken a lot of inspiration from the original Doogie Hauser. And thank the Lord, because uh, that... Opening for- sequence. Like that formula got that music. worked. Yeah, they got the music. They're showing this is a smart kid. You get all that in the opening sequence. So they don't have to keep repeating themselves. Yeah. yeah. Kid prodigy. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. I and they've got wait. that that song, which it sounds like they're playing on a ukulele, maybe, for the, like, Hawaii-based. So, mm-hmm. staying true to the original, but definitely an update. Oh, I cannot wait. September cannot get here fast <laughs> enough. Also, side note, Survivor's coming out in September. <laughs> Do they have a theme? Or are we past I themes? Think, no, now? this is the game is going to be more like challenging than ever. Like the they said, the game will come and get you, or it's like a beast or something. I don't know. Oh, I know. Oh man. Um. So back to Disney news. Not on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, that's CBS. Uh, this I'm. This is my last bit of news. There is something called the Star Wars Visions. Okay. Have you heard of this? I have not heard of this. Apparently, Disney hired some of the top anime companies mm-hmm. to put together an anime Star Wars. I'm not quite sure. It's a, I guess, vision of focus. I'm not, I don't know where this lands. So it's like a new Star Wars story, but an anime style? I'm not sure it's a story or may I don't know. Here, let me play what I have. Okay. This is the official trailer. Yeah. So we're seeing just artwork, and it's very anime and Chinese and Boba Fetty. And that's it. Uh, That's all we get. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it was like, I mean, we saw Star Destroyers. We saw, like, some of the main characters drawn in anime style. It's like Funko Pop Boba Fett. Yeah, and, and nothing else. I have no idea what to think about I this. I know. I'm a little, is this going to be considered 
the uh, what do they call it when it, canon Star Wars official canon or is this just kind of a fun thing like side project robot chicken type thing? There is so much <laughs> Star Wars, I can't keep track of it all. <laughs> uh, so that's we'll keep an eye on that. That's late September, yeah, when that shows up, yeah. But all it'll right. be fun to maybe check out and just see, yeah, why not? All right, now that the news is over, let's let's talk Tigger movie. Yeah, have you seen this? I don't think so. I honestly, this is a movie I can guarantee I was working at the movie theater in my hometown. (laughs) And there was maybe three or four other employees, you know, also in high school along with me that were like, oh, I'm going to watch a Tigger movie. I'm going to, you know, and it was like, they're like hardcore into the Tigger movie. And I was just like, eh, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, you know. <laughs> when you work at the movie theater, the last thing you want to do is go watch a movie, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's really sad. That's Sometimes like they you tell do. you to make your passion your job, but then when you actually do, you're like, it's not a passion anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember the movie coming out. I remember thinking, oh, that could be kind of fun to see. And I never saw it. No, no. Yeah. So I don't know if I was just past the demographic they were aiming for. Because I remember thinking, oh, that's more of a like little kid movie, but I guess I'll see it. I don't know. Yeah. I just never, never got around to watching I it. I think you and I are on the same page on this. Yeah. It just really hasn't hit. It wasn't that I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I love Tigger. He's a great character. But yeah, I never... Never made it. Yeah. yeah, And that's okay. But we're going to watch it. We are. And, and we're going to tell you what we think of this. For this episode. For this so episode. if you're in the same boat as us and you never got around to seeing it way back in 2000 or when it came out, now's your chance. <laughs> yeah. It, it could be fun. Yeah. Watch it along with us. Oh, guys. It is time for my favorite part of the show. The improv scene. I need all hands on deck. <laughs> What's this ropey thing? Shut there? up. Yes, sir. We are in a submarine in World War II, and as you know, the Nazis just fired a torpedo straight towards us. <laughs> what are Nazis? Why are you so happy right now? <laughs> I don't know, sir. It's we, just a great adventure. <laughs> we need to either... Sink the ship further, rise it, turn it starboard, or do some sort of nautical roll, which I am not yet familiar. Excuse me, Captain Sir, what if we bounce the Nazis? My dear Wanda, I'm going to come see you here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sir, I'm, I'm, I'm totally serious. Like, we've got these, like, bullet things. What if we just bounce it off of them? They bounce way up high, and then they realize how fun life can be. That's just crazy enough. It might work. (laughs) Get ready to fire. (laughs) Manning bouncing torpedo. (laughs) Three. (laughs) Two. One. Scene. Scene. (laughs) But what do you say we watch the Tigger movie trailer? Maybe we'll get more excited for this thing. All right, let's do it. Walt Disney presents. 
Walt Disney Pictures presents an all-new animated motion picture. And Third Eye Blind. The Tigger Movie. I've got a mama. Don't you have a family somewhere too? Is that Rue? Yeah. Can you imagine such a thing? Tigger's looking for his family. Hold on, Tigger's! It's far too dangerous to go out there now. <laughs> but his friends just want him home. You can't help me find Tigger. It's all my fault. Tigger! They played this guitar already at the beginning of the trailer. Yeah. A lot of like abrupt music changes in this trailer. <laughs> Discover the adventure. Am I gonna cry? You might. And believe in your imagination. With Rue. I wish I had a big brother like Tigger. What? With Eeyore, Piglet, Tigger, and Winnie the Pooh. The Tigger movie. With us Tiggers, you're gonna read betwixt the lines. That trailer was terrible. Wasn't it awful? <laughs> I don't know if it was the music or the, like the lame voiceover or what. Or just like cutting to the emotional, if only I had a brother like Tigger. You know, it just. Mm. Tigger goes on an adventure and learns about imagination. Like just throw the most bland words Bland, at us. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the movie's better than the trailer. Well, <laughs> let's find out. One, two, three, four. It's time for the movie. Which remote, Which remote do we use again? I get the popcorn. There could be spoilers. We'll be back in four, three, two, one. And we are back. We are back. Boing, 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 boing. We boing. just watched. The Tigger movie. How fun. From the year 2000. This smells. <laughs> there it is, folks. Oh, uh, well, bye. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so where to start with this one? Let's do reactions mm-hmm. first. And I'll, I'll take the lead because I had a flashback. As a movie theater employee, mm-hmm. I tore tickets. Yeah. We had the ticker movie. A couple of my other high school co-workers were like, oh, you know, I grew up with Tigger. It's just part of my childhood. I'm yeah. going to go see this. Yeah. I'm 99% sure they said it sucked. Oh, and that's why you didn't see it. I didn't. Yeah. And I remember... What's funny is when the credits started rolling, I'm, I get flashbacks because that's when I would go in and, and clean, clean the, the theater. theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. It was almost a game of, of being a, a usher at a movie theater and watching people going in with all the hope that Disney gives people oh. and then watching them coming out like sad Oh, man. Sad people that <laughs> just rough. flushed some money away. That's rough. So that's where I'm starting off this review. What oh, about you? man. Jay, to me, this felt like a direct-to-video movie. Like, it, it kind of 
It felt like it was talking down to me. It felt like really forced. And then the great things about Tigger, the things everyone wants to see about Tigger, they instantly took away because of this crisis he's having. So for most of the movie, Tigger's not even fun. He's just kind of depressed and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, it was it was kind of a hard movie to watch. And you can go back and listen to our, our Winnie the Pooh a review. We love that movie. It was hilarious. It was really fun. And I feel like this one lacked the charm of that original. Funny you thought it was a direct-to-video because originally it was planned to be <gasps> direct-to-video really? until the Disney chairman, Michael Eisner, heard that Sherman Brothers to, were to score the movie. Yeah. And then Eisner decided to release it in theaters. Uh, sure, uh, just based on the merit of the Sherman brothers, who Which, have done a lot of film scores. I'm sure they have. Honest. Like, they, they're really, like, high-caliber quality dudes. But that doesn't make up for... <laughs> what we just watched. A direct-to-video story. <laughs> let's let's jump into this, okay. really. Okay. Let's, let's not beat around the bush any, any longer. Let's empty the honeypot, as they say. Let's go. Okay, so we start out, we're scanning the playroom, and this is a live-action playroom, just like Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, very similar. And we go zoom in on a book, and it says Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And then an animated Tigger pops up and says, Hey, what about me? And I'm going to rearrange the... It, it was just really like... Entitled and selfish. Well, and it was also like, yeah, we're, we're establishing this charming feel to the story and record scratch. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> but then they try to jump back into the same like charming feel. Yeah, we're breaking the plane of existence by adding this animated Tigger jumping around. But that's around. the one time they do it. The rest of the time they use the book. Yeah. So why wouldn't they throughout have Tigger like rewriting things in the book That's and a good point. keep that theme going? Mm -hmm. I think that would have been more clever than that one time having that thing happen and then never again. Mm -hmm. But anyway, we intro the Tigger movie. We get the the old standard song about Tigger, which is from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. The wonderful thing about Tigger's Tigger's a wonderful thing. Their tops are made of rubber, et cetera, et cetera. So he sings that. There are extra verses, which I never knew. So he sings all those, too. And then we see Tigger bouncing around the Hundred Acre Woods looking for a friend to bounce with him. And he's getting shot down by bouncing animals. The rabbit says, no. Yeah, rabbit bounces. He's a rabbit. I'm not going to bounce. <laughs> Kanga, no, I'm a kangaroo. I don't bounce. Roo, no. Well, Roo kind of wanted to, but Tigger like ran away before Roo could hang out with him. Roo, yeah, Roo had the heart, but he also is like, we're not Tiggers, you know. And Yeah, and that's what it came down to. Everyone was like working. <laughs> Like, trying to prepare for the winter. For the winter. And Tigger, just oblivious, like, let's go bounce. And no one even wants to. Yeah. 
So then Tigger's bummed out because no one wants to bounce with him. He's laying up on a rock being depressed and he accidentally knocks the rock on Eeyore's house. Smashes it. Eeyore, of course, is pretty Eeyore about it. It's like, yeah, I expected something like that to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Which Eeyore is my favorite in this movie. And like throughout all of Winnie the Pooh, he's just... I don't know. Something about him is just so delightful. <laughs> it is. It really is. He He's almost the audience reaction of these situations. <laughs> like, oh, well. <laughs> so Eeyore's house is broken. They rabbit rigs up this very elaborate contraption to try and fix Eeyore's house. And then Tigger, I don't know where he's been, but he bounces up again. It, the contraption doesn't work. Tigger uses his special bounce to knock the rock off Eeyore's house. But in the process, it takes everybody with it. And they all end up in the mud and mad at Tigger. So they tell him to go away. We're just not like you. We're not Tiggers. We don't want to bounce. Get out of here. So now Tigger sings a sad, depressed song. I'm lonely. I'm the only Tigger. <laughs> None of these songs hit, in my opinion. The Sherman Brothers dropped the ball. Yeah, I they kind of blended together, and every time they started singing, I'm like, "Oh God, they're singing again." <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> which is painful. not my normal reaction, but yeah, that's that's what it was. Sadly, um, Tigger's sad song about being lonely. He Rue comes up and is like, hey, maybe you've got family. Well, yeah, you, surely you have a mama. Ma- something yeah. like that. And so Tigger gets real excited, goes to his house, starts like digging around for like evidence of a family, finds a locket, but it's empty. There's no pictures of family in it. And so he's like, well, I got to go find my family. Which is weird. He has a locket that's empty. And he doesn't yeah. remember his family. There's a lot of logical loopholes here. There's some holes in the plot here. Like, why wouldn't he remember? He can remember he has a locket, but he doesn't remember his parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't remember that the locket is empty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's happening in a Tigger brain? I don't know. Not much, apparently. But in the midst of this locket hunting, he decides to teach Rue... The whoop-de-dooper, loop-de-looper, alley-ooper bounce. And there's a whole song, which was very reminiscent of Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, only not quite as fun. Now that you mention it, I see what you're saying. Yeah, which is, I think, Sherman Brothers. Well, there they were. Yeah, so whoop-de-dooper, loop-de-looper, alley-ooper bounce. And they jump around and they sing the song. Then they get the idea to go to Owl. Owl's a smart bird. He can help Tigger find his family. And this is where the there's this weird meeting. And Tigger can't even sit still to talk about, hey, how do we find my family? <laughs> Owl just <laughs> says, you should start to look at your family tree. And just hearing family trees enough to cause Tigger to lose his mind. (laughs) And then like. He's like, of course, the tree. And he goes out looking for a 
Tigger tree. Like a striped tigger tree. The, the meeting's not even adjourned. <laughs> he's and Al's just, like, okay, you're welcome. <laughs> so he's doing this to himself, which is really frustrating. Yeah, he's not a very good listener, that Tigger. Mm-mm. So then Tigger's bouncing around looking for his family. Everybody else is like, oh, okay, I guess we'll help Tigger find his family. And they make a few mistakes. They think frogs are Tigger's family for a while. Because they're striped and they jump. They jump. So, yeah. But turns out, no, they're not his family. So, this almost feels isolating. This feels like child logic. There, There's nothing redeeming if you're over the age of 10 here. You're, <laughs> you're like, I'm too old for that. Obviously, a frog is not a tigger. Why are you thinking the frog is a tigger? You know, it's... Yeah. Uh, and that's funny you said that because uh, the critics said a very similar thing. Oh, okay. They said the plot was so one dimensional, it could fail to entertain anybody over the age of 11. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Great but, minds. but if you're a little kid, maybe you'd think you'd enjoy it because they are using that kid logic. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Um, so anyway, everyone kind of gets together and they're like, well, Tigger doesn't have a family, but we can write him a letter. We're kind of his family. And so they write him this really sweet letter that's disguised from from your family. They don't say it's from the hundred acres, Pooh, yeah. Piglet, all those. They just say your family. So Tigger, being the fellow he is, assumes it's from his Tigger family that he's been looking for. And reading between the lines, which is another like big plot hole, he's like, they're coming tomorrow. <laughs> and he starts decking out his place and like decorations and baking a cake, getting ready for his Tigger family to show up. This is where they should let Tigger face the reality of they life. They should let him fail. <laughs> like Tigger hey, family didn't show up. They're not real. You need to realize that reading between the lines... Like, I'll give him the fake letter. Yeah. If I got a fake letter from my family, I'd be like, oh, that's from my family. But if I read the letter and came with an assumption that they're coming tomorrow. Which they never said anywhere in the letter. That's when I need to learn a lesson. Like, I got a rejection letter from uh, the place I applied at. I'm hired. Monday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the weird thing is everybody like bends over backwards. They all put on Tigger costumes to make it look like the Tiggers have shown up to this party. So they have like a Tigger shaped like a poo, which is funny to say. <laughs> tigger shaped <laughs> like a Eeyore, Tigger shaped like a Rune, a Kanga. You know, it's all it's it's all cute there. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. like, oh, this is sweet. Okay. But then Tigger figures out it's not his Tigger family. Instead of being like, you guys are so sweet, thank you, he's angry. He's like, how dare you? I'm going to go find my real family. Yes, this happened. And I think a season changed happened here because yeah, it was snowing there. Yeah. and it was dangerous. And Tigger didn't take any, you know, uh supplies with him no No. coat he just wanders out in the snow in the blizzard yeah and he's looking for his tigger family 
okay, whatever, Tigger. <laughs> Once again, his friends are much nicer than maybe they should have been. And they're like, oh, we've got to go find him. He's in the snow. And they go get Rabbit. And they all bundle up and wander through the snow looking for Tigger. So now he is at risk everybody else's life. Several times. He's been a jerk to all of them mm -hmm. (laughs) multiple times. And still they go out and find him. And he's still mad. He's like, I'm here with my real, because he found this like stripy tree out in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, this is the Tigger tree. I'm going to wait here for my family. And they're like, dude, no. So here's where things get weird. (laughs) Because because <laughs> they haven't been weird enough already. All right, it's been it's so been far. Like, it's been hundred acre woods level of like, yeah, reality. Yeah. And then suddenly an avalanche happens, and it becomes shockingly dark. There is death. There is <laughs> darkness. There there is mortality facing these creatures, and. And the mood shifts from like happy little kids to this like intense scene that it was way out of character. So yeah. Tigger ends up saving everybody's life, bouncing them up to the limbs of the striped tree. Mm-hmm. And the last person up was Rabbit. And that's when the avalanche hits and takes Tigger down with them. Rue goes and saves Tigger. Using the, the super dee duper doo ooper dee booper doo Yeah, bam. the duper loopity looper alley ooper bounce. Which yeah. doesn't exist in any other story, just a, a side note. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the least of my concerns. Okay, so Tigger's saved. Everyone has escaped mortal peril, like out of nowhere. And then Christopher Robin shows up. Which totally, it's like... In my brain, and this is, I'm going to forgive, sorry, because this is an inside thing, but I wrote a short story where at the very end, Gilbert the magical owl lands <laughs> and says, hoot, hoot, until next year. Like, it, it's just the most it's random. so out of nowhere. <laughs> it's so out of nowhere that it works. But this, Christopher Robin, why is he in the blizzard why is he walking to the striped tree why how did this normally he's a normal human i don't know yeah apparently didn't care about the avalanche and he shows up and says tigger we're all your family and tigger's like oh okay so i think christopher robin was their deus ex machina which uh, maybe you've heard me use this before but this is the term when a story back in like ancient Greek theater when they couldn't figure out how to resolve a story naturally, they'd bring down a God from the heavens and a God machine, the Deus Ex Machina. And the God would come down and say, you are supposed to be with this person. You two are supposed to be married. Uh, You have done bad things. Be gone with you. And mm. that would resolve the story because the playwright wasn't good enough to resolve it <laughs> themselves. <laughs> I can see it now. So this is kind of that situation where the godlike Christopher Robin shows up and says, dude, this is your family here. And then he's like, oh, okay, story resolved. But what makes me mad is it took Christopher Robin to say that. Whereas Rue 
and the owl and Winnie the Pooh. They're all saying that to him and he didn't care. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you're my family. I know. But I want to know my real family, which I don't blame him. Right. You know, that's okay to be on that quest, but uh, whatever. I mean, Pooh doesn't go off looking for his real family. I bet he'd love to have a bunch of bears to eat honey with. Yeah. But he, I mean, we don't have that problem with Pooh running off. I don't think we do. (laughs) Okay, so then after that's resolved, Tigger's suddenly cool with everyone and gives everyone gifts. The end. Thank God that's over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. So, based on our commentary here, yeah, it was not our favorite. It was pretty rancid. Yeah. But I think it is time for this. Okay. Here are true facts about the the Tigger Tigger movie. movie. Oh, I cannot wait to tell you this. Okay. Okay. The original trailer for the movie, as well as some of the television spots, had the song Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. We heard that on our trailer before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This had to be changed because the song is about being addicted to crystal meth. <laughs> I actually have a little more to that. They talked to a Disney spokesperson about this, and they said they were not aware of the connotations oh, of the song. No. Oops. Oops. <laughs> so someone didn't catch that. Yeah. um okay so we're missing a character from this movie that was in the adventures of winnie the pooh can you think of it no gopher oh we are missing gopher the little he's got the little whistle when he talks yeah exactly he was not in this movie at all why yeah huh so I'm going to read this name. I don't know who it is, but I'm going to click on it because it's a hyperlink. But this is Jim Cummings, all-time favorite Winnie the Pooh movie he's ever worked on. So, and it looks like... He was the voice of Pooh and Tigger. Yep. I've got a little more to that story. Okay. Jim Cummings was not the original voice of Tigger. Oh. The original voice of Tigger was Paul Winchell. They did one sound recording of this movie in 1998 with Paul Winchell. And the powers that be, whoever decides this sort of thing, decided that his voice wasn't right for this character that he's been playing all along. (laughs) And so they fired him and grabbed Jim Cummings, who was already doing the voice of Pooh, and said, hey, can you just voice tigger too oh my gosh yeah there's a little more to the story paul winchell who had recently been fired got hired by disney imagineers to voice tigger in some of the rides Mm -hmm. at disney world so and that was the last like voice work he did before he died Mm -hmm. was the tigger voices at disney world well no wonder it's jim cummings favorite Movie. Got to play the two main characters. And he got two paychecks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor Paul Winchell. <laughs> okay. So this stayed on American screens, movie theater screens, uh-huh. for 23 weeks. 
What? Yet it only earned forty five and a half million dollars domestically. Ah, uh, so maybe they left it in theaters to until it hit a margin. Until it hit some margin, <laughs> yeah. And enough people were like, "Hey, here's a fun movie to take my kids to." Mm-hmm. They're just hedging bets that there would be enough non kid movies that you know people yeah. would go buy a ticket. Yeah, I wrote down they were a box office success, but probably for that reason. Mm-hmm. But the critics' reviews were very mixed, <laughs> including the one where no one over the age of 11 would actually enjoy this. So painful. <laughs> wow. Um, the working title was Winnie Pooh and the Family Tree. Isn't that interesting? Mm. So Rabbit has a magician's top hat in his house, i.e. Rabbit out of the hat trick. Oh. I know. And I'm going to end with one more. Go for it. Um, the sequence of the song Round My Family Tree features Tigger in various parodies of the Brady Bunch, and, you know, from 1969. Yeah. The Jerry Springer Show, 1991. <laughs> <laughs> the Seven Year Itch, 1955. Yeah. And Gold Diggers of Broadway, 1929. I'm not familiar with that one. Which were all showing Tigger in the animated style of human characters. Which I did think that was kind of a fun idea, but also it made but no sense. really, Seven Year Itch, the one where <laughs> Marilyn Monroe stands over the like grate and her dress blows up. They're like, here's a great thing to put in a kid's movie. <laughs> well, they made a weird Marilyn Monroe Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Was, it was a weird thing. But anyway, wow. Yeah. Um, shall we move on? Let's move on. Wheel of morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Moral number one. And the moral of today's story is... Writing is everything. <laughs> I was going to say your family is the one you choose. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's a little nicer. <laughs> <laughs> and your movies are the one you choose. <laughs> I just I know. I, another one is adults buy tickets to movies too. <laughs> adults have to drive kids. Oh yeah! If you pander, we will know. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, this has concluded our show. Yeah. Tune in next time because Andrea and I are going to be talking about. The Disney movie Dinosaur. Oh, okay. All right, guys, have a good one. <laughs>